What's up, bossies? We are back with a new episode of the Bossing Glossy podcast. If you are not subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe so you are one of the first ones to get a notification once there's a new episode out. Usually I upload them on Wednesdays. Sometimes it happens. I upload them on Thursdays. So be the first to get a notification when that happens. Once in a blue moon. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we are back with regular episodes. So I'm super, super spoke for this. Today I will finish my skincare video for you guys that will drop on Friday. So I'm really really excited about this and I want to talk about all kinds of things with you guys today. From new TV show ratings to what to look for in a man to my holy tree trinity theory. So without further ado, let's get into it bossies. So you guys suggested a bunch of TV shows. And oh my god, I have finally picked my two favorite ones. Currently, since, I don't know, Euphoria is too dark right now. And when I want to watch something, I like it fun. I like it entertaining. I like it light. And the new Sex in the City, just like that, it simply sucks. Who is responsible for this? This is so sad. Uh, I'm not over it. I'm not over how she puts... Bakes ashes in her little peri bag. Who puts ashes in a bag? And then she puts them in the dirtiest river in Paris. I'm not over this horrific experience. So my hot picks of the week are Pam and Tommy. Without any spoilers, since this has been public information for ages and everybody except myself knew about this apparently, I had no clue that this is how Pamela's sex tape came out. I always thought they themselves did it on purpose they sold it or published it on purpose like kim k but watching this and their crazy love is so real and so entertaining and oh my god the 90s songs the way people were so careless and i think overall more fun Ugh, i need this in my life and you know what this reminded me of this is so funny i have a friend she's divorced right now she had the most gorgeous um diamond engagement ring and within like inside of it it said crazy love of my crazy life she had it engraved in just the initial letters of those words and it was really a roller coaster kind of a relationship super crazy just deemed from the very beginning to not work out but she still says it's such a big part of her life and it's just something she's forever grateful for because she lived through this she had the most fun and epic years with that person so this Pam and Tommy story really reminds me of her I want to talk about last week and the balance in your life um my last week as so many of you who follow me on my ig stories know was a roller coaster i was working from 6 a.m till 12 p.m and i was so 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 tired and it took out my entire energy to properly prep podcast episodes film content pr packages were <laughs> floating around you guys and on monday this week no joke i I was in bed all day long. I seriously didn't even have the energy to cook. I just ordered takeout and that's that. I was in bed until 5 p.m. Not even sleeping, just hanging around. And then 
I finally had some strength to do some workout exercises, just easy, simple stretch exercises that made me feel better. This is literally the shittiest thing you can do. By this example, I want you to do better than me because I know there will be weeks like this in your life, but I hope we can all try to just live more balance and it's also okay to just relax for an entire day. I don't know about you, but I feel guilty doing nothing for a day or watching TV, maybe one episode of a TV show I like throughout the day, even though that's usually 20 to 40 minutes only. That's so stupid and something I try to incorporate on the days I'm taking a day off that I don't need to feel guilty. So yeah, that's a quick crazy update of my life. If you have checked my recent TikTok story, I showed my current three favorite shoe obsessions, right? And I want to start with the best shopping investments. I get this question asked so often. And I will do an outfit video for you guys with cool, classy options. And I will drop that soon as well. But until then, I have received many messages that are repetitive about what to look for when you purchase things. So it depends, really. Let's start with clothes, for example. I look for, let's say, basics and dresses, jeans, tops, blazers. That's always something where I look for quality pieces that have quality material. With quality, I don't mean necessarily expensive. I go to Mango and they have 100% cotton sweaters, for example. Or I go to Zara and they have a silk dress. So even affordable mainstream places have very great quality pieces that look beautiful as well. And for example, with Zara, that's where I get my basic tops at. They're always 100% cotton. They always look form-fitting and cute. So what I'm trying to tell you is whenever I purchase something for my clothes, it's always something that feels good on my body. You don't want something like polyester where you sweat fast and the material can start smelling. You want something breathable, especially during the summer or if you are somebody who sweats fast, you know, to check out clothes and materials that work best for your body type. Then though, when I buy jeans, I only purchase Levi's jeans. I go two sizes up because I do have a bigger bum and a very small waist. And then I go to my local tailor and I cinch in the waist. That doesn't even cost much. I only pay 20 bucks and that's that. And as of recently, I have purchased my jeans at Barber Vintage here in Zurich, which is also so much more sustainable to purchase vintage pieces. And there, for example, a pair of jeans only costs 40 bucks. I go to my local tailor, cinch them in, and the whole entire jeans will cost me 60 bucks, which is still cheaper than buying new Levi's jeans. And they look perfect. They look perfectly tailored. Right now, I'm really not into the distressed look because I like it more classy and elegant. So I like to have a cute pair of jeans that are form-fitting. I wear them with a white, beautiful tank top that is also form-fitted, but then with an oversized, for example, black blazer. And with beautiful slingbacks or with beautiful ballerina shoes. The whole ensemble looks youthful and vibrant, yet still classy. And 
that is not always simple to have that very modest, simple, classy look and look like a grandma. You know what I mean? Sometimes you wear those super classy styles and it can make you look like a grandma. So that's the last thing you want in your life. So what I suggest is just balancing it out. And then lastly, for accessories, for my shoes, for my bags, I always look for quality pieces that are usually more expensive. When I buy a designer handbag, when I buy a designer pair of shoes, it's always something that can increase in its value. Even though I talked about this with my friend recently and she was like, oh my God, you're hilarious because, you know, I've never sold anything that I own, but I always, when I purchase expensive things, look if it's the right price and if it will increase in its value and if I have made an investment because I feel so much better about having done that because you never know maybe in the future you do want to sell a piece of your wardrobe you want to sell your bag or you want to sell a pair of shoes you don't necessarily use anymore it's so funny so many people always say oh my god I would never pay 8k or 9k for an MS bag But what they don't understand, you could purchase this and you could sell it tomorrow for 22,000 because it's so rare that on the second market, they are insanely expensive. So the best thing is to get one offered within the store and keep it. There was a Wall Street Journal article about this and it said that Birkin bags and Cali bags from MS are a better investment than stocks at the actual stock market. And that's what I'm trying to say. If you buy the orange sandals, for example, from Hermes, you actually use them and you wear them outside and then you want to sell them, for example, on the real reel, then you will sell them for a hundred bucks more than you purchase them, which is insane because they're so rare. You know, all these pieces are more rare and rarely offered to you. So therefore, it is really, really important to me that I know that I've done a good investment because you never know in the future what you want to do with those pieces, right? And then I'm not so much for the trendy pieces. Currently, I am eyeing the Bottega Jody bag, but I know it's so stupid purchasing this because it's just so trendy, like the chain bag that they had at the very beginning that everybody purchased and now it looks chuggy. You know what I mean? It's just not a good investment purchasing trendy pieces. No, I have still not gotten an Hermes Cali bag. (laughs) These little sales associates, they play mind games with you and they are little liars. Even though they have a million bags in store that you don't see because they're in the back, they are like acting like there's no bag at Hermes. They're like, oh yeah, we don't have any bags here. And I'm like, this is literally the Hermes store. You should have (laughs) bags in the store. Anyway, that's that. That's really all I have to say about this. Respect the tree trinity and the theory that I share with anybody who will listen to me in my friend circle. I'm like, I feel like Oprah around my friends. And there is a reason for it. Because besides me being goofy, I actually hand out good advice. My mom just sent me a message. Oh, you look so serious in your story on Instagram. I'm like, 
uh, you know, parents. I swear to God, especially Middle Eastern parents, they will try you on a daily basis. They will try you and get on your nerves for no specific reasons. But anyway, my holy treat Trinity theory. What to look for in a man. And I can't say the sentence without doing the Rihanna. Because first of all, I'm not looking for a man. Let's start there. Attitude. I have a theory and I call it the tree trinity. Here we go. First part of the tree trinity is if a man treats his immediate family with respect and honor and humor, it's a good sign. Second point of the tree trinity, if a man treats people he doesn't know with respect, honor and humor, it's a good sign. Lastly, if a man treats people he knows with respect, honor and humor, it's a good sign. And now you might think, what else, Shana? Of course you should do that. Duh, it's logic. But in reality, we all know that we can overlook this so fast. It's easy finding excuses. Maybe you even had the balls to confront him and said something maybe like, I paid attention to how you treated that salesperson and I felt very comfortable. And maybe he tells you, oh my god, yeah, I realized that. I just had a really bad day. You guys, no bad day ever justifies treating people like they're below you. It's just not okay. And so there could be excuses he makes, right? Like the one I just suggested or that you yourself make. Let's say he treats others with a disrespect or not really kindly, but he treats you right. And he's handsome or he's funny or he's really well educated. And those are qualities which you really appreciate. All those things really, really don't matter if he doesn't treat you and its surroundings with respect. Meaning the day will come when he's fed up with you maybe or you guys have an argument or something happens and then he'll probably also won't treat you right. So all the other great things about him don't matter because the way you want to be treated weights heavier than all the other stuff. So this is truly something I do believe in and it always, always proves itself right. And that's really something I wanted to put an emphasis on. The next thing is what do you look for in a man in general? Qualities can be important in a different way to other people always. Look for a man who is responsible, honest, and loyal. But I also look for somebody who is easygoing, fun to be around, and a positive-minded person. Meaning, I don't want to be around somebody who always is in a negative mood or always sees the negative in things, right? Those are qualities even long-term, me having been in a relationship now for 10 years, you guys, long-term, these are qualities that really matter. At the end of the day, you know, he can be weak in one or two of these qualities. We are all not perfect. And even if you have those qualities, maybe you are not perfect in all of those as well, which is totally normal. But it's important that you have those qualities within you if you want a long-term healthy working relationship. 
and why these qualities matter is not just between you and him, which is the most important foundation, but it is also important when you want taking on other responsibilities, to be able to rely on your partner, to be able to go through things together and see the light at the end of the tunnel together. So I think those are qualities for me personally that I have found after years of being with the same man that are weighing heavier and are more important than all the other things that we look for. Sometimes we look for a guy who's extremely handsome or he's super fit or I don't know. Those superficial things won't help you with shit later in life. I have to say it like this, honestly. You will regret looking for those kind of things. Nothing is certain. Life throws you things in your way. And if your partner knew can't look at it in a positive way or work through it as partners think of solutions and be there for one another then that's when relationships fail and so those are all things that really truly matter so that's that it's really simple we make it hard as women often we find excuses to make things work when there shouldn't be excuses to make things work and i love this quote she said believe people when they show you who they are this saying is so simple and it holds so much truth that's a quote i really live by and when making new friends that's also something i look at and use this quote and it's really proven to work every single time it makes things more simple for you so ending this podcast episode with an oprah quote we are growing on this channel Wow, I loved every single bit of this podcast episode with you guys. I hope this brought value to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this thoroughly. And there was a topic or something for each and one of you in this episode, which I try to do always, like incorporate more topics and talk about different things. So there's something in this very episode for each and every one of you. So with that being said, I am very, very grateful for the amazing community we have built so far. I appreciate each and every single one of you. And I hope to see you tune in next week. Until then, bossies. Bye.